action Feliz Navidad Beginning to look a lot like Christmas. It is. Yeah, we still don't have any snow yet. This weekend, I think. Yeah. Here in Milwaukee, Wisconsin. Milwaukee. Where we are. Slash you. Welcome to another episode, everybody. Yes, this is... uh, 17. Episode 17, slash you. Yep. Where, of course, uh, I'm Nick. And I'm Andy. Hello. Hello. Nick and Andy here. We discuss old, campy, forgotten horror slasher movies made between the years 1977 and 1988 bam bam we also sing everything yes just like that we <laughs> sing all about ourselves um i got to pop my blats motherfucker <laughs> we picked that date range because there's a plethora of horror slasher movies from mm. 77 to 88 and there are a lot of can't be forgotten ones and there, yeah and uh we try to hook them up so you can watch them too yep. uh with us or after us yep for sure uh, we will definitely spoil these motherfuckers we're so. going to spoil the whole movie. Today's movie that we're going to spoil is Pieces. Right? Pieces, a classic. <laughs> 1983, yeah. 87 minutes. Well-marketed movie, by the way, I believe. is. Was it? Yeah, because, I mean, it says, like, hey, Texas Chainsaw doesn't have anything on this, and absolutely no one under 17, so fucking 15-year-olds are like, I gotta get in this. I gotta go see it. It's like fucking horror porn for these kids. Cause... So they, they really trump that stuff up, play that stuff up. Oh, yeah, the... but it's also a classic. This is a masterpiece. See what I, I see what you did there. Because like, the, hey, the name of the movie's pieces. Pieces. So I um, said masterpiece. Masterpiece. Dude, I'm fucking. I'm on tonight. Directed by Juan Piquer Simon, foreign foreign director. Uh, I think he was a writer too. Wasn't was he? He? Mm-hmm. Uh, he was one of the writers. Yeah, there's. Uh, I think IMDb credits a couple people as the writer. He. Um, there's a lot of dubs, uh, voice dubbing in this movie. Because? We have a lot of actors who don't speak clear English. It's Italian. This movie was made in Italy. This is, uh, this guy also made a movie called Slugs, mm. which starred a lot of the same actors in pieces. Okay. Which I thought was interesting. That said, what we've talked about before with Body Count. Yeah. Was a Italian movie as well, but, you know, it's kind of their take on American slasher. Sure. There aren't a lot of, uh. Like here, American stereotypes. Like here, like this one in this movie. Like later on in the movie, they eat the, the Wendy's, mm-hmm. and then they. Uh... That's true. They did eat some Wendy's in this. <laughs> and flip. then there's Ronald Reagan on the like. They got the they got the Big president at the time. Picture of Ronald Reagan. Yeah. yeah, he was the president at the time. So, <laughs> before we get into our Cliff Kill Notes, Andy's mm-hmm. Cliff Kill Notes, sponsored by Blatt's Beer. Yeah, just kidding. Hopefully one day. No, it totally is. Um, we could say it. What are they gonna do? You gonna get mad because we dropped their name and gave them a free ad? You Seriously. did. A, you did a funny thing a couple weeks ago where you were like, "When you want your facts, drink Blatz," which I think is cool because if they sponsor the Cliff Kill Notes, you're giving them the facts. Yeah, if you want your facts, I drink it to Blatz. Now I can't get the Italian uh, stereotype voice out of my head. Hey, so Andy, why don't you go ahead into your uh, Cliff Kill Notes sure. as we discuss, and after the Kill Notes, we will dive in to the movie that we watched entitled pieces pieces it's exactly what it sounds like yep there's no it's the the title of the movie is uh is real uh-oh is Edie being our our our, our podcast mascot, mascot Edie is... the puppy are you gonna she, calm down she's like really wanting to hang with uncle Nick. i know it's okay all right as a young boy in boston 1942 little timmy reston is working on a jigsaw puzzle it just so happens it's a puzzle of a naked lady Mm-hmm. Timmy's mom discovers what he's doing and she loses her shit. 
loses it, man. <laughs> she slaps him. She's like, where did you get this smut? Yeah, she's like, like yeah. No wire hangers. I'm like, going to uh, <laughs> I'm gonna throw away all your other crap like this, stuff like this. Before she can throw away any of Timmy's other toys or his other smut, he kills her with an axe. It's pretty, pretty prompt. And this is, uh, we love movies like this when they get right off to a strong killer start. When the police finally come, Timmy hides in the closet and he pretends that some bad man killed his mom and they take him away to live with his aunt. His aunt. His aunt. Aunt. I always say aunt, but aunt. I, I hear what you're saying. Aunt. Auntie. Then we flash forward 40 years. 40 years later. So it's 1982. Uh, there are some co-eds on a college campus in Boston that are being killed and then mutilated. Pieces of the dead bodies are going missing and the police are on the case to try to solve who done it. And that's kind of the setup for the movie. It is, again, your Cliff Kill notes. Every episode yeah. just seemed to get tighter and more oh, vibrant. And you. I just, it's perfect because now it's great. You kind of get the idea, friends of Slash U, like what we're yeah. going to be discussing. Right. Now we're going to dive into it. It's a great scene. It, it's like the, it's cute. The little boy is putting a puzzle together. We don't yep. know it's a naked girl right now. A mom walks in. She's like, oh, look at my. He's my precious my baby precious, angel. The, the my sweet baby made angel. Made by the hands of God himself. Putting together a puzzle and muttering to himself like little boys do. Oh, he's so cute. Let he's me go adorable. see what puzzles he's doing. I wonder if it's a robot or a space alien or something. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and Jesus Christ. Jesus, it's a girl with uh, bubes and you can also see your bush. Her, uh, her, her, her pubes and her bubes, you can see. So The girl the mom, in the puzzle is credited. Did you know that? Oh, that's rad. Yeah, her name is Pilar Alcon. Girl in Puzzle. She's uncredited in the credits of the movie, but she appears on IMDb. Pilar oh, Alcone. That's kind of interesting. A-L-C-O-N, accent on the O. Um, yeah. I wonder if she's at some, like... Uh, Modeled for the puzzle. Like cons, like horror cons. <laughs> I was the girl in the puzzle. Um, <laughs> so but mom loses her shit. Mom loses her... F- like when you were saying that in your Cliff Kill notes. I did take video of this for our social media channels, because uh, as Andy pointed out, uh, we both really dig it when you get to the when you get to a, a kill right away oh yeah i'm like final fucking exam where it takes like you know an hour two days yeah, yeah. It, it finally gets into it but um a nosy neighbor comes by she seems concerned right she's knocking on the door she knows it knows something's not right i mean it's 1942 mm-hmm. I mean, most women are just staying at home so she's probably like, why is she? I mean, that's that's the way it was. Yeah. You're right. Yeah. So dad she's like, else. yeah, dad. But I guess dad was in Europe. Because the uh, Air Force. This yeah. is World War Two. Oh, that's right. Because yeah. he's over in Europe. That's why he has to go live with the aunt. Because the mom, as she's flipping the fuck out, she is like, you're like your father. You love smut. I'm going to, yep. you're going to grow up to be just like him. So I guess right. the dad liked bubes and pubes too. <laughs> She so, smacks the kid, you know, and yeah. go get a bag. I'm going to throw away all this stuff and burn it. And, so, yeah, and that's when he runs out and he, you know, of course, mutilates her. Yep. And then as the nosy neighbor is trying to get into the house, he's like, you can, he's doing a sawing motion in blood. Yeah. He's laughing. And so the kid's well, sawing mom apart. Mom, I, I, we th- I think it's the head. He's mm. sawing the head off. Mm. So uh, they get into the uh, scene where the cops finally enter the house. You know, and and, he, and and after he's bloody and after he chops his mom's head off, he finally finishes the, the, the puzzle. Yep. As he's all bloody. I mean, there's blood all over the house. He's bloody. The puzzle's all bloody. But he finishes the puzzle. Foreshadowing, Andy. Yep. For, because. Foreshadowing. Shadowing. <laughs> he, he's, he's putting together a puzzle. And a puzzle, what does a puzzle consist of? Pieces. pieces. Hey, hey, hey. Like the title of the movie, Drink. <laughs> Cheers. Um, 
Cheers. <laughs> we said the title of the movie. Oh, that's yeah, that's mm. right. I, I like that. I think we're no. The game was if they say the title of the movie within the movie, you drink hard. Like it's it's go time, right? Isn't that the yeah, I think so. Rule. But I think it's if we say it should be. let's just play that game tonight with us. Yeah, as we say, if anybody says pieces, pieces Andy, we have to uh, drink our beer. Remember uh, Pee Wee's Pee Wee's Playhouse? I'd say <laughs> the magic bring... word. Oh yeah, for the day. yay! Pieces. Oh! <laughs> that's what it's, you're gonna. That's the, what we're gonna do. Today. Um, so, so the puzzle is foreshadowing. The police yeah. finally enter the boys' room. Uh, it's all bloody. It's like it's a slaughterhouse in here. Yeah. Timmy saw him coming out the window, and he hid yeah. in the closet. So he hid in the closet yep. to make it like he was uh, a victim. Yep. They find the mom's head in one of the other closets. Yep. Uh, decapitated, and uh, the nosy neighbor. Yep. She's uh, just like, oh, I knew. I just knew something was wrong. It's Mrs. Reston. I knew something was wrong. Yes. And so there's no dad. That's yep. what Andy said. He goes to live with the aunt. Mentioning Cliff Kill Notes. Yep. Jump forward. Jump forward. Timmy, uh, well, we'll just call him the killer now. We'll just go on the killer. Yeah, spoilers. Yeah. Killer now still has mom's shoes, All her, her, still has the bloody shoes and her bloody dress. They're Did they the... not have CSI in 1942? I don't fucking know, man. Wouldn't they have taken her? Yeah, that all that stuff would be evidence. So, uh... <laughs> You Maybe can... things are different in 1942. Ah, well, over the course we of 40 years... We didn't CSI back in our day! Over the course of 40 years, somehow, um, this person in, in this scene, we only see their hands in gloves. Yes. This person got a hold of this stuff, somehow. We don't know. Like, they don't reveal it. Oh. We don't know who the... Well, know. we know it's Timmy. I mean, we yeah, know... but we don't Timmy, know. But we don't know like, who the killer is, though. You know, right. 40 years in the future, we don't know who the killer is. Obviously, he's grown up. But we know that's his mom, because yeah. they flash back to, like, mom right. and... The right. bloody shoes and the bloody dress, so he's kept those. He's got it somehow. Yeah, because I guess there was like again, we don't need that stuff. You know, when they were back in the forties, they really didn't have a CSI like. Well, we know it's Timmy Reston, obviously CSI. grown up. He's forty years yeah. older, but we don't know who he is. We don't know who he is, movie. but again, I'm just still thinking it would be great, like some kind of n- another knockoff of like CSI, like yeah. CSI pieces. Um, so he's got the stuff. He's got a picture of mom with a big red x through it he's got the dress he's got the shoes and he has the old jigsaw puzzle and then we flash forward to a college campus girl and she's on a skateboard this part made no sense to me nick so i don't want to spend a lot of time on it okay i just want to bring up one thing though yeah cool to see skateboarding in a movie it is neat yep um and 1982 now so i have a video of that this girl's skate skateboarding on a little board she acts like she's out of control right but here comes that classic scene where two guys are carrying in a mirror Right, they're like, unloading oh, a oh, big, big oh, glass mirror. Yeah, and of course, here she comes, Bring which I get, I'll post the video on social media. You see her step off the board before she supposedly crashes into the, but she crashes into the glass. It's just... Yeah, that's what they, but it leads, it's nothing in the movie. Oh, your uh, phone's over there. Ringing. Sorry. It, it, it plays no part in the plot at all. She's that's just that's what I asked, but it does because they flash, when she hits the, when she hits the glass on her skateboard... I don't think she dies. No. Second, they show the mom. That doesn't the mom get slammed into? They show a f- yeah, mom like threw the jigsaw puzzle into the mirror. Or when, something. When yeah, little I... Timmy was a kid. So there's some sort of flash of this girl on the skateboard hitting a mirror that these guys are carrying. They cut to a flashback of mom throwing something against the mirror. When, I thought it was her head. She I was didn't... losing her shit. I didn't know, but again, uh, maybe if if you all have watched it out there in Slashy Land. Let us know what you think. Hit us yeah. up because uh, we again. I didn't find any piece or reason pieces. I didn't find any piece <laughs> or reason to uh, put this together. Right. 
But uh, that's where so. we kind of see the killer start putting the old puzzle back together. Yeah. The one that he had when he was a kid, and it's so rad because it's all bloody, and yep. uh, it still has Smears. mom's blood. Yeah. Very, like, Norman Bates. I guess, you know, that dude had something with his mom, too. This it's killer true. has yeah. something with his mom. A lot mom. of killers have mom issues, uh, from what I understand. <laughs> hey, yeah, from, Jason fucking Voorhees. From uh, true crime. A lot of uh, real-life serial killers oh, have, yeah, yeah, have yeah, mother yeah, issues. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. So this is a, a little bit of a setup for the entire movie. This killer is going to be putting this puzzle back together. There you go. And as he's piecing the puzzle back together, that's determining you know what he goes after next in his victims. And he starts with the head of the girl in the puzzle. He puts those pieces down. And then we've cut to a, uh, a co-ed uh, laying on a, a campus uh, grass, the quad. The quad, quad, yeah, like a park. and She's reading. She's laying, you know, face down, stomach down. Yeah, and, you know, she's showing a little booty cheek, which, of course, it's the 80s. It's blood. It's right. it's weed. It's fucking pubes yeah. and beer. It's, you know, it's like, woo. So a chainsaw starts up, and she's, like, looking around like, yeah, damn it. You have to do yeah, that yeah. now. Yeah, and she's like, can you just hurry up? Because I'm trying to study. Can't you go somewhere else? And he just says... It should be a few minutes. Should now. be a few minutes, miss. Mind you, friends, that it's broad daylight. It's the quad yeah. on a university. There is no one else around. He just decides to kill her. He decapitates her. Just yeah, chainsaws her and her head her head flips up in the air and falls down. <laughs> and her body like, starts wiggling. There's a quick uh, 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 fountain of blood that comes out yeah. of her neck. So and as she gross. still kind of wiggles like the the hand in the twitches. mutilator. Yeah, yeah like, she twitches. The so, so that's what we assume like. Well, he got his head. He's getting the head. Yep. And I still can't believe, Andy, that it was his broad daylight. Like I know. The ball's on this guy. So <laughs> they jump. Um, we meet the two cops. Yeah, they jump ahead real quick to, uh, obviously, this is must be either a day later or a couple hours later. The, the police. A couple hours. Yeah, the police have been called to campus because someone's been murdered. It's yeah. Lieutenant Bracken and Sergeant Randy Holden. Holden D's nuts. Um, Lieutenant Brack has got an awesome voice, and he's got awesome hair. Yeah, he's got a nice gravelly. Yeah, gravelly and, he's, voice. <laughs> and he's got great hair. It reminds me of a young uh, Michael. Bra- no, what was it? Robert Brady, Michael Brady, the, Michael Brady, the, the the dad dad on the Brady Bunch. It's just yeah. great seventies hair. He's there to like solve every the news crime. anchor. Every news anchor in the seventies or eighties had this guy's right. hair. And so, uh, Sergeant Holden, and then we also meet the dean. Yes, they're talk. They wanna they wanna see the dean to talk about uh, the murder, the, yep. the girl that got killed, and so, so that's what they discuss. Mm-hmm. Want to get kind of get to know more of the university lifestyle. So right. we kind of uh, fast forward to some kids hanging out in the hallway and on the university. In, in inside, they're smoking a joint. I know, right? Just smoking a joint together, and one of the guys mentions like, "Hey, there's a water bed in the training room." Foreshadowing. Yeah. I mean, we, we why would we give a fuck if there's waterbed in the fucking training room? But uh-huh. um, I guess one of the girls, one of the more voluptuous girls, uh, we find out from her that there's nothing better than smoking pot and fucking on a waterbed. That's what she says. Must be the best feeling in the world. Wow. <laughs> your your bar is low for best feeling in the world. Best feeling in the world is getting high and fucking on a waterbed. Yeah. I can't believe those were a thing, waterbeds. We need to put Edie away. Oh, yeah. Oh, we'll be right back. Or okay. four, four hours later. Four hours later. My God. That dog just takes forever She's to go to so sleep. She's so cute. She's the best. <laughs> again, water beds. Water beds. And this, they get foreshadowing. But yep, yep. this same girl who says fucking and smoking pot in a water bed is the same fucking greatest thing. She decides to uh, go tease a professor there called, named Professor Brown. 
Yeah. She they, goes up to Professor... With Professor Arthur Brown. Arthur Brown, Professor Brown, and she goes up to him and asks a question about pectorals. Yeah. She's like, what are pectorals, Professor Brown? You're in fucking college and you don't know what fucking pectorals are, but... She's messing she's, with him. Yeah, she's messing yeah. with him because she's sticking hers out, her chest. And so <laughs> they say, my, my friends say mine are funny, Professor Brown. And he looks down at him and says, no, they're, they're fine. But, but know, where are they? Yeah. And, and he, he points to his own chest. And he goes they're the right chest. here. They're here oh. and here. Professor Brown is the anatomy professor yes and that's very important uh he actually does have a a pretty big part in this movie i guess to kind of make you think that he's might be the killer i think that's what they he's a red herring he's meant to throw you off and Um, so the police think it's one of the staff as they talk to the dean they think it's one of the staff right right. and so professor brown has to be interviewed because of this so He, he walks in the dean's office the dean's secretary grace is listening (laughs) <laughs> on the intercom she's listening in on the cops interviewing the dean because uh, she's nosy <laughs> and uh, she lets go as as Professor Brown walks in of course and she's like the police are here and they think it's someone on the staff that mar- that murdered the Palmer girl whatever and Brown's like oh you got some insider info I see huh you know of course and then the dean comes over the intercom send Professor Brown or get Professor Brown down here and she's like he's sitting right here so they bring Professor Brown in. The dean is like, you know, you knew the Palmer girl who got decapitated. That's that's her name, something Palmer, the, the girl. Yeah, I, yeah. Um, you knew her. She was in your class. I want you to talk to the police. Yeah, I'm way too busy. And the, and, and Professor Brown's just like, I just have the one. You know, I, I got a, one unit. I barely know this kid. And uh, the dean's like, I got the whole campus to worry about. You know, I'm busy. Talk yeah. to the cops. Yeah, I, I did. Shoves them off. Yeah, and I didn't have her. I didn't know her name. I had her as a headless girl. Mm-hmm. So, um, but Brown, we find out, is unmarried, and he lives with his mother. Mm-hmm. So if you've watched pieces, like how we dive in at Slash You, Andy, mm-hmm. you know, as we dissect these movies, and we watch them more than once, obviously, mm-hmm. when they say that he is unmarried and lives with his mother, mm-hmm. that, to me, brother, he, he can't be the killer. He can't be the killer. Because the mother is fucking dead. Right. You know, I guess you could lie about it and say you live with your mother, but I guess you wouldn't catch that, like, on your first go at it, maybe, because it's just a quick thing. But when I heard it again, you know, as, as we kept watching it, I'm like, uh, you know, again, and, and this all this said is, as Andy and I are discussing about the the meeting with the cops and the dean and the, and the university staff, everyone wants to keep everything quiet. They don't want the yeah. media out there. They don't want to put, uh, put the word, get let the word get out that this girl died, so... That's the dean's main concern is keeping things quiet. Totally. So, so I guess he lets Brown take the cops and Lieutenant Bracken and Sergeant Sergeant Holden yeah. uh, follow Brown back to his classroom and they're talking to him about this student who got killed. Um, Brown, of course. Oh, uh, Brown, of course, is just like you think. You think one of the boys did it on campus? You know, this girl was popular. She was hanging out with the, and Sergeant Holden said the coolest thing: "We're just out buying clothes without labels and trying them on for size." <laughs> I didn't even catch That's, that. Man. That was a great line he had. Yeah, uh, you know, he's basically saying like, "We don't know anything right now." Yeah, we're just yeah, we're we're just we're trying just to out, we're trying to fit things together. Yeah, we're right buying, on. We're buying clothes without labels and trying them on for size. I dig that because yeah. the, the skull when they're showing the skull and he's like, "A student gave me this. It's a just a human skull." And yeah. Brown is talking to the cops about this, and the cops like, "Well, let me speak to the kid." It's like this happened like ten years ago. Yeah, he's dude. like, "They gave me this back in the '60s." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Do you think it's one of the students? Yeah, uh, yeah, I was on acid. It was kind of funny at the time. Right. Now it's kind of silly to me. But it's it, this is filler, Andy. This yeah. is stuff that's just you know. Again, it's it's they have to make a movie a certain amount of time. But right. I don't. 
Maybe we're trying to find out more about Professor Brown's psyche. I, I knew right away, I didn't vibe on him as being the killer Mm-mm. with that creepy-ass mustache. He's too obvious. And this is where we meet my favorite character, Willard. Groundskeeper Willard. Groundskeeper Willard. Groundskeeper I Willie. I, that's what I called him Groundskeeper Willard. Were, you were calling him One-Eyed Willard? Yeah, let's call him One-Eyed, old squinty-eye Willard. Old One-Eyed, <laughs> I got a photo of him that he I'll put on He looks like a my... pirate. Yeah, and he's always pissed off. Yeah. I be chopping trees here on campus. Yar. That's not how he talks. <laughs> but he also looks like like Dom DeLuise, which I know I'm dating myself, but I mean he's, he's just, a big dude. He's a big dude with yeah. a big beard and you know, like another one I think that they want us to sort of half believe is the killer, at least early on. Could it be this guy? Because we cut to groundskeeper Willard with a chainsaw that looks just like the one that was used to murder our first girl. Right, yellow chainsaw, and he's chopping some dead limbs off of a tree. And that's when the dean approaches, and, and the yeah. dean, the dean, for some reason, the dean is fucking British. I don't. Hello, Willard, or yeah. Willard, Willard. He could. Hey, nobody dude. in this movie talks like they're from Boston. Yeah, this is all in Boston, and nobody <laughs> talks. Well, that's not really Boston, but nobody talks talks like they're in Boston. Yeah, the bu- we're gonna go How to Harvard like and drive a car. No one, no one talks like that at all. There's nobody who sounds like Mocky Mock. <laughs> at the funky bunch <laughs> nobody's parking a car in Hobbit it's not hap- this is bad this accent is very bad dude we cannot do accents no, at Slash at U at least not the Boston one yeah, or the fucking anyone I <laughs> I give us credit for some okay. I well, think, the, we I think some. the Italian ones were sometimes no, good that but was a stereotype yes and it, we're, we're sorry so, about that but we're, there's we're, nobody, we're thinking here nobody in this movie sounds like they're from Boston but getting back to the the, the Dean, Dean and yes. the, the, Will- the Willard <laughs> The dean, Willard. the dean and the hey, Willard. Willard. Communication. What are you doing, on Willard? Willard, Willard. We want you to leave. So pretty, pretty much, right? This, this, this interaction is just the dean telling Willard to get the fuck off campus. More he's or less. there to do a job. Yeah. I thought he was the groundskeeper. Like he had a permanent job, but Sounds he like wasn't. He's, he's an independent. He's contractor. a yeah. He's a freelance. Yeah. I'm a freelance groundskeeper. When will you be done with this job? Yeah. You know, I got another like... job at Harvard. I need to get to. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. They don't really tell us what campus this I is. Need to, I got another job at MIT. Is, is it MIT this, in fucking Boston? I, it's up there in Massachusetts somewhere. Yeah. Is, yeah. is this Boston College? Is this Harvard? Is this... Is this... Where is this? It's, it's Boston... Boston uh, no, University. No, it's Boston. It's an American Boston college. Yeah, that's as all seen by get. Italian film so people. Willard is an independent contractor, and but, the dean is quizzing him like, "When are you going to be done with your work on campus here?" So he finally says like maybe two or three. He's like, "Well, just hurry up so you can get to your next job." And old, old one-eyed Willard. It's not. He just squints one eye. So old squinty eye Willard. He's always got sawdust in his. Yeah, head, <laughs> I'm gonna assume yeah. he gets pit, like he almost like he's gonna fight the dean. Like he, yeah. oh you fucking dean, I'm gonna yeah. fucking. But then the dean walks away, and then Willard, we're supposed to think, like you said, the red herring. Yeah. For some reason, two kids are fucking in the quad. He sort of, like, <laughs> leans over and sees some kids hiding in the bushes. They're having... No, having sex. Sex. They're not they, even hiding in the bushes. They're not that hidden. You're right. Yeah, it is pretty out in the open, and they're missionary-style humping. Yeah, pants are down. See some man... Man, man butt. Man butt up in Which the air. Which is rad. Just you know, uh, pumping and grinding. Equal opportunity here at Slash U when it comes to nudity. Ay, ay, ay. Um... So, but that's again the red herring, like, ooh, is Willard yeah. the fucking. Uh, he catches him having some sex. So now, yes, but now we see the killer with his gloves putting the pieces together of the, Back puzzle, to the puzzle. And it's the heads there, so we know he's got the head. Yeah. So now it's time for some boobies. Yeah. The torso. The section. torso, but not right. the arms. We're just talking about the boobs and the belly button. Right. 
Right. So that's what he's going for. So we go into the library, and a young blonde wants to get laid in some fuck water. So we meet our star. You're Kendall. gonna have to interpret that for the viewer, the listeners. Oh, fuck, fuck water is what I call pool, the pool, because there's a pool in every fucking slasher movie. Come on, yeah. Andy, back me up you know, on this. You're right. And they're either fucking in it or getting killed in it. So I call sometimes it fuck. both. Yeah, oftentimes both. <laughs> yeah. That's so, oftentimes both. So the the oh, girl's name's Jenny. Jenny, in yes. This scene. Yeah. I just I just call her Pool Girl. She passes a note to our main uh, character, Kendall. Kendall, this is where yes. We meet Kendall, a, a young-looking Brad Cooper with uh, pubic hair for for a head of for hair. Head of hair. It looks like he's got it's like pubic pubic. He sh- does have dreamy blue eyes. Yes, and yeah. he does look like a young Brad Cooper to me. Yeah, he is a ladies' man. But it looks like he's got really. Well put together pubic hair on the top of his head. <laughs> okay. Jenny passes him a note. Yep. And it says, I want to I wanna fuck underwater. Meet me in the pool. And um, Kendall reads the note. Uh, you hear Jenny's voice in his head. It's one of those dubbed over monologue things. Yes. You know, when, when somebody reads a letter, you, you hear their voice. Yes. That's what it is. I want to fuck it underwater. Meet me by the pool. And he like she gets up to walk away, and he mouths to her one hour. One hour, yes. Which is kind of important. Yes, it's very important, Andy. Good call. And this is where we also find out that Kendall is ladies' man. Yes, maybe we don't find out here, but eventually we do. Kendall fucks. (laughs) Yeah, he gets around. He does. Yeah, but I guess if you like a young Bradley Cooper with pubic hair on your head, (laughs) I mean, why not get laid? So this is where we hear the uh, the killer finds the note because. Kendall throws the throws note it away, yeah, and it, does, the it misses can. the trash can, so the killer with his trench coat and his gloves picks up the note. Now he knows what's going on. Mm-hmm. Now the killer knows that Kendall's heading to some fuck water, and he's got an hour. So right. that classic sax music as Kendall, as Jenny. Did you enters, say sex music? Sax. Sax music. But it's Sorry. the same thing. I know. That's why I called you out. Yes. <laughs> Very good. Cheers on that, Andy. We, see, we hear some... Anytime s- you hear saxophone, it's sexy as fuck. Some sexy saxophone. Jeez. I mean, come on. It's, it's... Oh, this scene is worth it. To watch, to watch the movie Pieces... Drink. To watch the movie Pieces for the pool scene alone is worth it because of this classic sexy sax music she strips down to her bathing suit which is under her clothes so i guess she knows she's going to hit some fuck water later when she gets dressed earlier in the day yep so <laughs> yeah, uh, you're right the, she had a bathing suit on. yeah it's my like, wife pointed that out as yeah, we were watching she this. knew she was going to do this all day long yeah, and that's why knew, she dressed this she's way like, i'm gonna i'm gonna get fucked in some fuck water um oh, as they get it but the killer enters you know it's he's dark all, yeah it's, it's dark. dark but he's yeah. all dressed up looking the killer is a snazzy dresser uh trench coat uh fedora, fedora. yes yeah and mask face face mask well he got well, a face, face mask but i think but... he just covers it up with like a really yeah. rad turtleneck and the collars and shit he looks like the old uh the shadow that's what they yeah that's yeah. good call that's yeah. what in fact the that's what the uh friends of the writers yeah. directors that's what they kind of i think the they shadow want. so um google it the shadow yes it's and an that's old comic and old comic radio, radio show They're very the good very good knows. um but the we, killer stalking her lightly from the, the yeah the so she she of course it's like why are you why, why? She has her bathing top, her bathing suit top on, but of course we know that's coming off, and lo and behold... She takes it off. She well, she off. expects Kendall to be there. Oh, know. yeah, she's still calling for him, but... Right. And that's, you know, where we... Is, 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 is she swimming and waiting for Kendall? She's swimming around the pool. He yeah. grabs the that old net the that net. you use yep. to pick up, like, debris and the, leaves and shit. Yeah, like the skimmer, whatever Here's my question, Andy. He Then, you know, he... 
approaches it like the movie's in fucking 3D like you know like it's coming right towards the camera the net <laughs> he just throws it over her head and she's like ah oh no the, the, couldn't she just take the net and throw it over her? I mean she could. she's weak as fuck well I think yeah we're meant to believe maybe he sort of catches her in the neck with it but you over her head and it's it's like hanging her next time we go her. swimming together or we can try <laughs> this in the bathtub maybe Andy whatever you want to do but maybe we can I'm getting a net and I'm going to try to I'm going to try to get you in the right I'm going to try to pull you to the side. No, you're right. She could have easily grabbed that net and pushed it off of her head, but uh, that would have destroyed the, the kill. Yes, and so. the kill, because when he finally brings her to the side and gets her to the, you know, the edge of the pool so we can bring her up, yep. she is out of breath. She's huffing and puffing. She's huffing and puffing. Those boobies are heaving up and down. <laughs> and he lays there. <laughs> he, she's laying there on the side of the pool. He goes and... The water uh, was very cold. Uh, yeah, put it that way. That's a polite way to say it. Didn't you tell me this was shot during the winter? And this she, was shot during the winter, and the she actress... almost, almost, yeah, they, they had to call medical personnel because she almost, she, hypothermia. Wow. In the pool. But it's indoors, wow. but I don't know if it was heated. Yeah, yeah. But, you know, she, that's, I, when I watched it the second time, I knew that fact. I was like, holy cow, no wonder. Yeah, she's pretty cold. She's pretty cold, yes. Yeah. So. And uh, the killer has got his chainsaw sitting on the side of the pool. Just yeah, just, just ready to go. Hanging it. He obviously scoped it out and put it there earlier <coughs> it's ready me. to go he revs it up and he cuts her to pieces what he wants to get them boobies and we know that he takes the torso portion you know not the arms but you know, sort of belly button up to neck yes that they're her, her torso only that's the piece he takes the rest of it he leaves in a pile yes just for for the medical examiners and the cops yeah it's, it really is and i also read too andy they used real Blood from slaughterhouses, specifically a pig slaughterhouse, mm-hmm. blood and uh, intestines and shit, and to kind of mix in with the, the uh, obviously the fake human body mm-hmm. parts, but you just kind of make it give it that more real look. Yeah, this is when we meet Aster, uh, Aster, who is also called Goggles. It's a friend of Kendall's. He's kind of the goofy nerdy guy. The, yeah. The, the stereotype of he's got glasses and he's very small part. Very Not small part, but he's kind of tries to connect the scenes together. So. Yeah, he finally gets a. He finally finds Kendall. This is goggles. Finds Kendall to hand him a note. Where have you been for half an hour? I've been looking for you for half an hour. Yeah, is Kendall the killer? Yeah, Uh, obviously he's not. But you need to get to the get to the dean's office. So right. What does the note say? They never explain that. The note says Buddy Goggles gives him a note. Says Susan. This was right from Susan. This was in the dean's office and Grace. The dean's secretary told me to find you and give it to you. And we learn later it's from Susan, but we never learn what it says. I thought it said something about meeting me like in some fucking room or something. Like, or I have no idea. That's a good call. It might make more sense in a little bit here as we talk. But the point being, uh, Kendall is confused by this note. And he, he, they have to go. Uh, uh, he, he, for some reason, decides he needs to go to the pool. I mean, to meet. He was going to go to the pool anyway. That's, oh, yeah, Jenny. of course. Uh, and we go to back to the pool, and it's dark in the pool. Obviously, groundskeeper Willard comes in. Well, he's in his he's in his pajama jams. He's and he's, he's in and his he's Canadian holding... tuxedo. It's all his his denim suit. No, <laughs> <laughs> for our Canadian listeners out there, it's, it's called a Canadian tuxedo. I know, but I, I 
this is you say that my wife Jody said that it, they're yeah. his pajamas because it's at night. So he's yeah. walking in his jammy jams, <laughs> and he's holding some shears, like some hedge. He's continuing shears. to keep the grounds, Nick. He's a groundskeeper. Yeah, but we need to be reminded of that. We need to be reminded of that all the time no, but, as viewers of this movie. But no, he's he, got some shears. He's been keeping grounds. But we think that he might be the killer. But he freaks right. out. He freaks out on the cops because they they run into the pool room because. When Willard does walk in and his jammy jams and with the shears, he turns on the light. Kendall, yeah, and Kendall's in there and he freaks out and runs. So it's like it's Kendall the killer, but he runs out to go get the cops because when the cops come back to the pool, a fight ensues between yeah. the cops and Willard. Willard discovers the bloody chainsaw and marches towards the door where Kendall ran out and opens it up and the cops are there and a struggle ensues. They think he's the killer, so he yeah. takes them all down until a gun is drawn. Right, they arrest groundskeeper Willard, one-eyed Willie. Groundskeeper Willie. That's kind of interesting. I want to fucking hit up Matt Groening and see if that's like. Oh, how Simpsons. To... Is this how you came up with the character of Groundskeeper yeah. Willie? <laughs> yeah. I mean, well, Willard in this movie is not a Scottish guy like like Groundskeeper Willie is. <laughs> it doesn't really mean. Oh, it doesn't. I mean, well, it's true. That's Matt another. Groening, that's yeah, another podcast. Whole other podcast. But they arrest Willard. Yeah. The the we Andy said pointed out the rest of the remains except her torso are are. are or yeah. next to the pool. The cops... Uh, the killer just wanted them boobies. The cops question, or they bring in uh, Professor Brown to, like, you know, I don't want to wait for the coroner's report. You're an anatomy professor. Tell me. Could this have been done with a chainsaw? You know, tell me what you think. Professor Brown's like, yeah, totally. This is uh Yeah, the cops horrible. are fucking idiots. Oh, yeah. no, uh, a, cha- a chainsaw sitting right there. So first off... Full the of kill- blood. Yeah. The- <laughs> <laughs> Could this have been done with a chainsaw? No, it was done with a butcher knife. Specifically that bloody one over there. That bloody chainsaw? I mean, come on, guys. I'm not a cop. I didn't go to cop school, but oh, dude, I'm just going to I'm going to start with yes, it was it, this was done with that exact chainsaw. But why did the then, killer leave it there? It's like what a forget, what a forgetful Franny. Now he has to go back to Home Depot and get a fucking new chainsaw. Forgetful Franny? <laughs> what? What is that? Oh my know. god, I'm such a forgetful <laughs> franny. Jeez. Well, the... I wouldn't remember my own head if it wasn't screwed That's, on. Thank you. That's a forgetful franny. Such a forgetful franny. But he, he wanted he left it there. I mean, isn't there DNA? I mean, it's again, I, I know this is the 80s. I know, and I know, I know. Maybe it's the same CSI team from the 40s. But, it's bizarre. Uh, it's, it's bizarre. <laughs> They so, but again, that was such a good point about, uh, we know this isn't your job, Professor Brown, but will you come take a look at this? Yeah. Could, a, could a chainsaw do this? Like that bloody one sitting right next to right us? next to the pile of body parts. Um, Lieutenant Bracken, Sergeant Holden decide we need to put some undercover people on campus. Let's get some narcs on campus, yeah, we, man. And particularly undercover women. Yes. Uh, because he seems to be targeting women. And in the meantime, we're also going to question... Those two boys. And the cops now also know that specific pieces of the bodies are missing. Right. There's a head missing. And now there's a torso missing. Yeah. So now the cops are like, we're dealing with some fucking freak. This so. is what's so cool about Lieutenant Bracken. He's like, he's got me up a tree. I don't know what's up with this killer. I'm yeah. frustrated. It was a good point about what you brought up about Bracken. Like, he kind of is a badass, like, with that yeah. voice and with his, that hair. Yeah. He's a good-looking man. All right. You know. Yeah. Also, I believe he's from France. Or no, Spain. Calm down. Nick's got a man crush on Professor. Or, Nick's uh, got Lieutenant, a man crush Lieutenant on Bracken. Professor Bracken. Lieutenant Bracken. Not, not Sergeant so, Holden, though. Holden, Sergeant right. Holden D's nuts. Well, I wanted to mention. They, uh, I'll never get sick of that joking. They question the two boys. Yes, and they this question, is where that note yes. comes into play. 
right? Yes. The They bring the two boys into the dean's office. Two boys being Kendall and uh, Goggles. Alistair, yeah. Alistair. <clears throat> and we learn that there was a note found on uh, Grace's desk, the, the dean's secretary. And the note said, urgent, Kendall. Or deliver to Kendall, whatever his name is. So they gave it to Goggles to they go go find him. Go find him. Goggles took a half hour to find Kendall, and then delivered the note. Uh, and that was during the one hour that Kendall had said to Jenny, "Give me one hour, and I'll meet you at the pool." I'll meet you in the fuck water. Sex. Yeah. yeah. So uh, I don't know what the note said, yeah. but they they reveal in this scene that the note was designed, whatever it said, it yes. was designed to keep Kendall away. From the pool. That's what Lieutenant Bracken points and he, out. Yeah, we, the note was only the, the note was only written to keep you away from the pool, so the pill, so the killer could get uh, pool girl. Right, Jenny. The killer could kill Jenny. But you also remember Kendall looks at Goggles and says, "Don't tell him it took you a half hour to find me." Right, right. as they're going to the Are dean's you office. The killer. Yeah, don't. Yeah, yeah. and also, uh, yeah, Goggles is like, uh, "Well, where were you?" And Kendall just says, "Well, you know, so and so from anthropology class." And Kendall, oh yeah. And Goggles is like, "You made it with her too," and Kendall's yeah. like. Yeah, I, I, I just I whistle, whistle and they, they come. come and they come. Calling. This is like a game where so well, so maybe Kendall likes to maybe Kendall is you know he's yeah. kind of a slut AF. Yeah, he probably has herpes. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> hashtag oh, hashtag Kendall has herpes. Yeah, hashtag. That's this <laughs> so, week's hashtag. But it seems like the cops first off they are suspicious of Kendall, eh, but then they let it go. They're like, hey, we're cool with yeah. you guys. So now that we have. A torso and a head. We gotta find some other shit. So the aerobics. The killer is, is yeah. He's stalking a dance class. Yeah. Aerobics class, whatever. They're all in their leotards dancing around. To dancing to some great music yeah. that I'd like to play right now for oh, you. Sure. Because this is a up. yeah. I got it queued up. This is again Italy. They're like, hey, I know that the Americans like that synthesize a disco pop. You know, so yeah. it's kind of like a robe aside, <laughs> yeah. working out until you die. Yeah. So this is uh, this is their take on 80s music, and it's called Running Around. I'm not going to play much of it, but a little bit of it. But you also get to hear the the killer's breathing. Like, yeah. is this like the... <sighs> is, when did the heavy breathing start in slasher movies? I don't know. Because, it, it I mean, it, a trope or something where... <sighs> I don't know why. Like he's always out of breath. Yeah. He's the killer. It's or he's wearing a. It's hard to breathe wearing a oh, mask. Oh yeah, that's. Or, he's not wearing a mask. No, he's not. But it's. All right. Let's Darth, just listen to the music. Darth Vader esque. Yes. Very good call. Running around. Also, yeah. here, here's the here's the killer. Hear him. So that's it's kind of like Revenge of the Nerds kind of shit. Either. Right. Either. Evo or so, <laughs> totally. Good call. You know why they do the breathing, Nick? I think, at least in this movie. I can't, It's not for all movies, but this is a POV shot. The killer oh, yeah. is walking down the hallway looking through the window of the dance class, uh, and you hear the breathing. I think the breathing is there in this particular instance to reinforce that this is the killer's point of view. This isn't just a camera shot. We're seeing things as this killer is seeing them, and that's why they got the. Yeah, they but they he makes some weird noises like Madman, like yeah. fucking Madman Mars, some uh, snarling, some snarling, yeah. like when he's pulling bodies into the freezer. But so the aerobics are going on. The killer's watching in his little cute ass uh, fedora. Um, <laughs> they end the music running around, um, and one of the dancers has to take a piss. We think, hey, maybe there is a kill here because she has to go to the bathroom, Andy. 
And good God, where in the fuck is this bathroom? She has to walk for like 10 minutes to get to this labyrinth. Yeah, it's like downstairs and down another hallway yeah, and then that hallway. Across the interstate right. in the fucking she Iowa. Has like, to Jesus. Take a, take a taxi and. <laughs> she calls an Uber. All the way to the bathroom, my God. So, um, but there's a jump scare because we think. Because the killer is following her. Yeah. Obviously. But uh, she sees another friend in a cute leotard and, like, they take a piss together. So. As women do, they go to the bathroom together. Not stereotyping. Completely accurate. Women go to the bathroom together. Well, that's another podcast. <laughs> so our killer misses out right now. Yeah, but, so he kips out. Um, so we go back to the cop, Bracken, who's now taking on Kendall like a son. That's right. Yeah, he's he Kendall down at Kendall. the station yeah. uh, to meet with a psychiatrist and get him evaluated. And that's right. where we also meet our new narc, or Mary. the actress who's going to play uh, a... St- well, not a student. She's going to play a tennis instructor. But here's the thing. She's a professional... Tennis player. Tennis player. Mary Riggs. That's her name. She's now going to, yeah, she's Mary Riggs, uh, tennis pro. She's going to be the undercover narc, but she's going to play the tennis coach at said American University in the Northeast. Right. Uh, And Kendall, fuckboy Kendall, takes notice of her right away. He recognizes her. He's like, holy shit, I try to catch all your games. You're Mary Riggs. I'm a huge tennis enthusiast. Yeah, so Bracken. Catch all your games. So Bracken treating Kendall like a. uh, Lieutenant Bracken treating old fucking Kendall like he's his boy. He's Mm -hmm. like, uh, hey, I want you to watch Mary. I'm shorthanded. We're shorthanded, so yeah. that's why we're, we can only use Mary, so keep an eye on her. Of course, again, fuckboy Kendall's like, hell yeah, well, and then <laughs> then right as this is happening, uh-oh, here comes a reporter from the Boston Globe. Ugh, yeah, the press gets involved. Sylvia Costa uh, walks into the precinct, and she wants to talk to Lieutenant, Lieutenant Bracken about strange goings-on at the college. And, of course, he denies everything. Like, what? what are you talking about? There's nothing going on at the college. You know, strange stuff like that gets rumors all the time. That's ridiculous. And she, yeah, he throws, he throws it under the, yeah, under just, the bridge or she doesn't, she doesn't believe him. Yeah. Again, they're trying yeah. to keep it quiet. Yeah. Denies everything. They go to a, t- what a tennis scene. Mary is now on what? campus. She's playing a student. Playing She's obviously student. a tennis pro and there's like right. a little audience watching her. Right. She must be mildly famous. If it's sure. a tennis pro, I guess. There's a whole crowd. And now it's like, hey, here's a, yeah. no, American University in the Northeast, in, in, in the city of the Boston. So they, they, she's, the she, yeah, she, she is a, she's a professional tennis player. And now she's going to be the instructor here. Yeah. So maybe it's like a little exhibition match. match. I, I suppose, yeah, or it's a class or. or she's something. playing a she's playing a student, yeah. and when they call forty fifteen, like forty serving fifteen, so Mary's about to win. She serves it. That ball is fucking out, and that yeah, and and that little girl she's playing did not look at the fucking line ref and go, <laughs> "Did you fucking see that?" Like Pete Sampras. Yo, do a pull, pull a fucking McEnroe, dude. Yeah. I was like, I can't believe, what? like I watched it twice. Well, uh, so. it's obviously some, you know. Suspend your disbelief stuff. You know, we can only do so many takes. Just yeah. pretend she won. Yeah, so um, she wins, and everyone. She's like, everyone's clapping because you know, here's yeah. Riggs, and so she's like, oh, that little girl almost beat me. So that's when she talks right. to the dean. So Mary, the dean and Mary Riggs are meeting. Right. The dean knows that Mary's there undercover. Yep. Uh, because the Lieutenant Bracken has told the dean we're putting somebody undercover. Uh, so Mary's talking to the dean. The dean is aware Mary's there as an undercover cop. The Boston Globe reporter walks up to the 
to Dean and Mary. Sorry to interrupt. I really need to talk to you. And the Dean's like, I'm far too busy to talk to anybody, even though he was just talking to Mary. <laughs> no, I know, but you know, having a conversation with, but do you realize the first, one of the first questions he asked her was, Hey, where's the other narc or where's the other undercover fucking person? Cause he wants to find out if there's how right. many he has to deal. How many? Oh, should we reveal it? We should reveal it. The Dean's the killer. The Dean's the killer, man. The you Dean you probably the know this. The Dean is the fucking killer. I want to try to do it like in a really more creepy voice. The Dean is the killer. So is the that Dean is pumping Mary for info. Like, yeah, who's, yeah, the he's other, trying... who's the other undercover person? And Mary's like, it's just me. And the Dean says, "What else? also, what happened to Willard? We had to release him. And he said, we had to release him. No, no not evidence. En- not enough evidence. So um, then yeah. the, the killer, we go back to the puzzle. The killer with his gloves on is yeah. opening it again. Andy, I love that mom's old blood from the 40s is on there. It's really cool how they do this, too. Where yeah. He, he's putting together the pieces in the puzzle. Tells you uh, someone's about to die, and the killer's going to get a certain body part off so, of them. So now we know that he's putting together the arms. Yeah. Arms. So we're going out for arms. So, uh, honey, I'll be right back. I got to go out and get some arms. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going arm, out to chop off some arms. Arm. <laughs> arms are for hugging. Right. Not war. Oh. No, that's good. That's true. We, um, you can't hug with, we can't hug with nuclear arms. I think is the, yeah. bump, the bumper sticker. That's another. We'll do that one after our true crime pride podcast. Mm-hmm. We'll do a, we'll do another podcast, Tri- true crime or something else, something like that. Hey, so. but so aerobic girl back to aerobic girl who yep. wanted to take a piss, who had to like walk eight miles to go fucking take a piss. Now she's dancing solo. When she Would was, you dance- say she's dancing with herself? She's yeah, like she, the song. Yeah, she's. I'm a dancer with myself. Um, oh, her name is Mary. She's credited as Mary the. Uh, the dancing girl, or yeah, Mary yeah. the dancing girl. Yeah. So uh, the out of breath killer watches her, and uh, he he yeah, he wants dim arms. You know he's right. uh, he's really he's really looking at those. He's out fucking... of breath because he went to the bathroom and he's just hiked. <laughs> he's just <laughs> hiked six miles to get back to the dance class. So he's oh, okay. My bladder's empty. I'm ready to kill this chick and oh, take her arms. That was well. That Here was, we that go. Was good. That was good, brother. She, so doesn't she wise up? There's noise or something that spooks her. She wants to get of, the fuck out. Yeah, it's creepy. She's getting nervous. Yeah, it's creepy. The building's probably empty. She's done with dance practice. It's late at night, yeah. and so she's kind of running around the. You know, it's kind of like a, a chase. Not a chase, but you know, like where are we going? The killer's walking. She's running. She gets to an elevator. He approaches her and puts his gloved hand on her shoulder. She turns turns around and goes oh, oh hello sir yeah you startled me sir so we know obviously that it's someone on campus because she recognizes him and comfortable with him she gets in the elevator yes yeah she gets in the elevator uh with him and she doesn't notice the chainsaw that he's holding behind his back he's yeah. holding like a fucking 20 pound chainsaw chainsaw behind his back she doesn't notice it and right. once he gets in the elevator with her he presses the stop yep. and revs it up and uh cuts off her arms cuts her off her which arms. i will also have posted on our social media when there's good stuff that nick and andy like yeah. we're gonna post it for you it was a be- cool effect nick it like was she uh the camera shots were quick uh to the point where um they cut to her her, her her arms on the side of the um, elevator and she's screaming and then they cut to a wider shot and when they cut to that wider shot it's a fake arm but it's so fast he he upswings with the with the blade and it chops her arm off and, ugh, it's like wow I mean, yeah the I way got... they cut it together it's like shit that's almost looks like a real arm 
and um, it, blood it, just it really is good and, and you'll be able to see this as well like if, yeah. if you're not nasty well you can watch it on your own but uh there's some stuff that uh we like to post so you can kind of see what we're watching and uh, as andy said very good point very cool right. effect Who's so, outside working on his motorcycle and happens to hear the screaming? Kendall. Kendall. And also the cops. And a couple of police. Uh, so they come a running. Yep. Kendall's like a fucking cop now. I know. He's pretty much a deputized uh, yeah. member of the force. But a couple of, what do they call them? A couple of blue blue uniforms? Blue unis? Yeah, blue unis. Yeah, and um, and Kendall, they run into the building. Um, well, they can't open the door at first. Kendall very easily jumps in the window and unlocks it from the outside, from the inside, and lets the cops in. They all run up to the come on come on you know pushing the button yeah. come on the elevator opens up and it's oh it's a grisly scene it's a grisly scene a, a, an armless corpse one of the cops they, pukes yeah but is she alive i think she was at this point because but the, the, but the medical yeah. ex- or the medical examiner was like i don't think she's gonna make it right they cart her out on a on a cart and <clears throat> the examiner says to lieutenant bracken like the nerve damage um is one thing but then the loss of blood did the rest it's a yeah, but she was blood. alive at the time because i have the corpse armless corpse but then she did but I, I would say she dies because we never hear of her again so let's just assume yeah. um she did she did uh bracken who never has a lighter is pissed he's and, very ma- mad at this point yeah. yeah and you know can't find a lighter light a cigarillo can't <laughs> you know so brown professor brown walks up and so of course he's agitated because he can't light a cigarillo and he's pissed that someone's running this campus and killing people mm-hmm. killing co-eds and he just uh attacks brown like what are you doing here and he's like i was just fucking walking i was up in the library yeah there you go bracken's like oh that's great i'll be talking to you later <laughs> and, you know? andy this scene's also rad because all of a sudden here comes uh old one-eyed willard he just he just from walks, the background yeah he yeah. just walks into a room and sits walks with everybody uh so i love this it's cool because like the dean is somehow there too and grace his secretary and we have a couple other rando people and Ken- kendall and willard are there right but willard wait how come he wasn't fired or let go i mean of I course he's know. out i mean you can't fight but he attacked right I mean, I think I I'd know. let you I'd let someone go, but Willard is back in the scene, and I'm, I'm I, so I happy. Liked, I liked it this part too because Lieutenant Bracken very loudly announces, "I want background checks on everyone on staff." He talks to Sergeant uh, Holden, Holden like Holden D's, Holden D's nuts. I want. He he says it loud enough where he, he kind of gathers everyone's attention. Everyone yeah. looks as he's saying, like, you know. Spare no department expense. I want full in-depth background checks on every member of staff. I think he's trying to stir the pot, maybe get the killer on his heels a little Which bit. Which he's doing. He's totally. I mean, do, doing a good job because we're we're getting this close. Is, this made me fall in love with Lieutenant Bracken a little more. All right, <laughs> man, like, crush. Oh, man, this is so cool. He would totally go more for me if if we Whatever. were to meet. I have hair. Oh, I've got I've got. I went there. Great boobs and, and amazing tats whatever hey so kendall now all of a sudden is he leaves the uh, scene of the armless corpse decides to go get laid this so, would definitely turn me on yeah, like, yeah. i want to go get laid to this girl who will not shut up so she's like oh kendall and he's like dude will you shut up people are gonna think i'm the killer yeah you're and, gonna they're gonna think you're getting chainsawed Charlie. so he hears something outside so he gets up and we get to see full frontal male penis we do yeah. and, it's, and again at slash you we do not i mean nudity is nudity. sure it was just it was love way more love. it was way more rare in these movies to see male nudity yeah, than female you get to see a silhouette of uh, his penis and he's looking out the window to notice mary prowling around campus. prowling around campus yeah. by herself so this is what i love he's he's puts his pants back on because he wants to go hang out with mary 
Yeah. Make sure she's okay at least. Right. So uh, well, the lieutenant told him keep yes. an eye on Mary. So he's splitting. So the the girl doesn't want Kendall to leave. She wants to do it again. So she's like, uh, I'll be quiet. Yeah, I'll, you can gag me. <laughs> The, the oh, girl says Kendall man. can gag her, but yeah. uh, he splits, and so because he, he sees right. Mary's walking alone, who is actually getting uh, stalked by the killer. Right, Mary was uh, the, the killer was stalking her. Um, she's you know shining her flashlight around, looking around campus, and she gets randomly accosted by a kung fu stereotype. This I is mean, this, I didn't get this part at all. There, there's no need. Yeah, there's no need for this uh, scene. The only reason this gentleman makes it in the movie because one of the producers, again, this is an Italian-made movie. They uh, spaghetti westerns, as you pointed out. They also made a lot of kung fu movies because those were popular at the time. Mm-hmm. This was a Bruce Lee impersonator, oh. and they wanted. Some somehow to put him in so mary is walking by herself all of a sudden she gets attacked by a gentleman in an adidas jogging suit and he asian gentleman an asian gentleman with the typical asian bruce lee hair and he starts whooping up on her yeah so she falls to the ground kicks him in the nuts he falls over Kendall pulls up on his motorcycle after he puts his pants on and leaves the girl that wants to get gagged He goes, Mary, you're okay. And she's like, yeah, but this dude just attacked me. And Kendall's like, oh, that's my Kung Fu instructor, Professor Chow. Or no, not Professor Chow. but calls him Chow. Chow. He's like, Chow, what's up? And he's like, oh, I was going for a jog. Exactly how he's talking. I'm not being... Yep. I'm not being. Uh, they, were, they were being offensive. They in the were movie. being very offensive. We are re- merely repeating oh, it. <laughs> I was going for run jog, and then I felt like I got attacked. Maybe bad, maybe bad food. Bad chop suey. Bad chop suey. Yeah. Bye bye now. And so he just takes off, and, and that's it. And that's it. So it that, serves no purpose. It's it doesn't. It's almost worth to watch the movie just because of this. But uh, he's a lot like uh, what's the uh, Asian stereotype in? Um, is it Sixteen Candles? Oh, uh, long duck dong. Yeah, it's a lot like that. Remind me of that. But it, it, it yeah, and it's, it's. I it, maybe the producer owed him some money. and was like, hey, I'll throw you in this fucking film <laughs> that we're doing. Lost from a bet. No- <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so uh, Sylvia, who was following Mary, shouldn't have done this. Uh, oh, the reporter. The reporter Mary from the Boston Globes. Uh, you know, he, so he starts stalking her. She's kind of looking around the campus. She looks into a sauna where there's a chainsaw hiding. And the killer is too, but she doesn't take notice. So she closes the sauna door and takes off. Continue to search. So the the killer leaves his chainsaw behind because mm-hmm. he's like, I don't want to lose this one. Fuck, I've already lost one. He takes out his old trusty knife and guess what comes up? The waterbed that we talked about in the very beginning of the movie. Mm-hmm. So uh, she's in the room with the waterbed. The killer approaches her. Uh, the killing begins. Knife, water, blood. Andy, yeah. this is my dick kill, dick kill shot, dick shot kill of the week. Dick kill shot of the week. Week, week. That's good. I like that. But here's why, Andy. Very cinematic. Yeah. Very slow motion, blood, water mixing. Yeah. Struggle, slow motion, fucking blood and shit like i've just said like Stabs a thousand times. Her multiple times yeah it's really i did post this on our social too because again if you want to see it i i just thought it was very i was very proud of the film team on this for that scene she so flips that is, over on her stomach and yep. is still struggling and isn't the the killing blow is the knife to the, the back to the back of the head back goes through her, her mouth yeah pop the tip of the knife pops out of her mouth just the tip um, just to see how it feels. And her kill had nothing to do with pieces. I just think because obviously you know who the killer is. The dean wanted that shit out of the way. 
she's the media. Yeah, so he's like, get rid of that because shit. Because that is very important to point out. He does not harvest a piece of this body. He He's just killing a reporter to keep things quiet. So, so And that's, if you're watching it for the first time, you're not going to know that's the Dean, but obviously watching it multiple times like what we did, we're like, oh, this, this kill makes sense. The Dean wants to shut her up. Exactly. So, because, anyway. you know, and that's yeah. well said. I mean, it's, it's... Perfectly to the point. Yeah. Kendall is uh, now dropping off Mary, you know, after the Bruce Lee or the Bruce Lee impersonator uh, <laughs> the conversation. Kung Fu, the Kung Fu stereotype. Yeah, the Kung Fu stereotype. Yeah. Oh, Kendall uh, is dropped off, or Mary is dropped off by Kendall. Uh, Kendall wants to get some of that Mary action, some I of that know. cougar, like, some he, of that cougar action. You literally saved my life tonight. Yeah, and he's tonight. like, well, let me come in and yeah, let me... Uh, aren't you going to make coffee? Yeah, and she's like, she just kisses him twice, like, on she each says, cheek. Uh, maybe next time. Maybe next time. But I'll see you tomorrow, because tomorrow they're going to play tennis, obviously. But yeah. as she closes the door, Goggles approaches with a mask on. So, again, it's a, scare, it's a jump scare. Yeah. Uh, as Kendall turns around, there's a weird mask, which obviously, you know, right away, it's not the killer. It's just some weird-looking mask. And then Goggles takes off and goes, oh, Casanova. First off, what if I was Kendall? Like, what if I was inside? Well, have you waited for me? Second, why in the fuck are you following me, dude? Yeah, it was just a stupid throwaway. It was, and that's what I wrote here. I was like, Andy, what that? Yeah, it's a throwaway. I was like, what the hell is this? It was just his nerdy friend scaring him. Yeah. So, so, and again, the noises the killer makes cracks me up. It's he as he's walking to check out the body in the freezer. (laughs) I'm Batman Mars. He's got these bodies parts in his freezer. So we see the, the torso, we see the bubes, we yeah. see the arms, we see the head. So he only needs a vagina and some legs. Lower half. Yeah. He needs a lower half. And he's going to get it next. He's going to get it next as we see the girl who tennis, the tennis girl who I have as tennis girl. You probably know her name because you're Susie. better. Yeah, Susie. She was the girl that was playing Mary Mary in the beginning of the first match. Now yeah. she's just yeah. playing. She's playing with herself. Yeah, she's playing tennis by herself. She hits like several balls over the net and then walks to the other side of the net and some music starts blaring on the loudspeaker. Annoying marching band music. Yeah. kind of looks up at it pretty frustrated, decides, well, screw this practice, I'm done, and heads off to the locker room. And Andy, this is the most annoying part. This scene is probably like five, ten minutes. We have to listen to this fucking music during this whole time. The music's going the whole time because uh, the music, Nick, the killer is playing this loudspeaker sure. music to cover up what he's about to do noise-wise. He needs to cover up the noise of the chainsaw and probably the screaming that's about to ensue. I think that's why he's got it blaring. I know. She gets frustrated, but she's like, I guess my tennis my tennis practice is over. I'm done playing with myself. <laughs> okay, I'll shut up. Um, but she's done. So she's like, I'll just go shower. Yeah. Because uh, Lord knows, maybe a killer needs my lower half. So she takes off, but now there's this quick edit. There's always an edit back of Kendall and Mary coming to play tennis. I guess Mary's like, hey, Kendall, I'll play tennis with you. Yep. And God, they're walking this. It's The editing in this is horrible, but uh, it's they always flash back to Kendall and Mary are on their way to the tennis courts, obviously. Yep. But um, Confused by the loudspeaker music. Yes, but if you want to go ahead and take over that when uh, Tennis Girl decides to shower. Oh, she's just... We just have um, some gratuitous, you know, nudity shots of her getting undressed in the locker room. Um, we do see full frontal taking a shower. I'm sure you're enthralled with that, right, Nick? And so, uh, and how dare you? And then our uh, bubes and bu- and bush, bu- bush. What do you say? Bubes and pubes. Bubes and pubes. And the killer um, approaches uh, Susie, the locker room girl, in the locker room, and she uh, screams and starts running. 
She runs into the bathroom and he starts chainsawing the door. She runs into a stall and he starts chainsawing the stall door. We uh, quick um, cut to the uh, close up of her uh, her crotch uh, and she's got pants on and she she wets herself. She yes. pees her pants. Uh, which I probably would too if I was. She stuck. she is naked, she's naked from the, the waist top up, up. waist yeah. up. Yeah, but she's got her jogging pants on. Yeah, and um, this guy's chainsawing through the bathroom stall door. I would probably piss my pants too. Oh fuck yeah, dude! <laughs> nothing, nothing's putting down yeah. tennis girl for this. I just thought it was funny that they showed it. Yeah, like we want to make sure you. This know, should probably be in every slasher movie. These are pants. Yeah. <laughs> this uh, should be in every. I mean, it's yep. A, I know. I don't want to go off of this to what, but everyone should piss their pants if a sl- fucking yeah. massacre or a, a maniac's coming at you. Go ahead. Sorry. She, he busts down the stall door and um, very cuts her, uh, digs the, the the blade of the chainsaw right into her her torso, her waist. Her waist, because he wants to. Yep. He wants to cut her in half, literally in half, and that's my dick kill shot of the week. Dick kill, stick shot kill of the week. 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 We don't need sound effects. No, I think it's fun though, Andy. Andy, that's a great dick kill shot because he cuts her in half because he wants her her lower half to finish his little project. They used a pig for that scene. You see it, yeah. You see the blade going into yes. flesh. And that's what we both like this scene, but I did too because and I was really cool how they explained how they did it. And I know that you know a lot of pigs and shit are used because of the skin tone and color it looks, looks a lot same. like human flesh. So nasty. Hopefully they made good use of that dead pig. Yeah, so do I. Yeah. I hopefully, Pe- hopefully PETA wasn't involved. Uh, they want uh, us to believe that Willard might still be the killer because here he, he pops up again, still in his pajamas. Fucking pajamas. Yeah. And I, now I took a photo of him in this because <laughs> I, I know I've said I've got a picture of Willard before, Andy, but yeah. he's got that just that, that eye. Yar. You could go, if you shaved your head and yeah. dyed your beard black, you could be Willard I next. could be Willard. Halloween. And, then, and I'll be Kendall. Right. Well, Kendall and Mary are <laughs> trying to get to the bottom of why this music's still playing. And yes. They, they track down Willard, and they're like, can you turn this off? And he's just like, not my I'm, job. I'm the groundskeeper. Yep. Uh, electronics is someone else's problem. Yep, I'm right. Yeah. And but, you course, know. You know, get, let us, just, we'll do it. Mary's like, let me, then call the dean's office. And nobody can use that phone. Nobody can use the phone. Why is there a phone in existence there at all? Anyway, yeah, yeah, that's my stupid know. question. But he, they talk, they talk Willard into letting them into the control room to shut, shut off the music. And, and they shut it off. That's when, and the Kindle of Influence pulls out because as, as the, as Willard and Mary are discussed, are having this argument about the phone and turning off the fucking music, Kendall is, is searching around. Yeah. The, the the locker rooms and the stalls, the bathrooms, and he right. finds yeah finds a dead vagina Susie. girl. I mean, a yeah. dead Susie. Just her top half. Just her top. But he's crying. He doesn't cry when Pool Girl dies, but he cries when I think because he actually made it with Susie. Wasn't Susie the one from their anatomy class that he made an offhanded comment about earlier? I don't know. That's he's, another podcast. You're right. He's sad about this one and not about others. But. You know, so this is what I was like. Is he getting the legs? He get vag- I mean, the vagina and the. I'm sorry, I say this word a lot here, but I'm trying to be fucking vagina. very forward thinking. Vagina. Yeah. But you know, because I'm thinking, so okay, crass. pieces. It's the movie. It's the movie pieces. So he's just gonna do the combo. He's gonna do the the groin area, the legs, and the feet. Yeah. This is when we also see the Oscar worthy Mary Riggs call out of of calling the killer the bastard. Oh, the yes. bastard! This goes down. The bastard! Well. Yeah, that this yeah. might be on our on our end of the year for me. Definitely uh, for yeah. Hammy she, 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 we have to make sure we get on our end of the year yeah. review party. You're right. But she just says the that bastard. bastard, the bastard, the bastard. Just like, screaming to the heavens. Yeah, you know as. Oh. So then, uh, 
Holden D's, Sergeant Holden D's, needs some help. Right? He tells Kendall after all these kills. Yeah. Background checks. Yeah, he can't do it all by himself because, you know, and Kendall's like, well, fucking, or. Bracken. Bracken's like, well, take some fucking uppers. Do (laughs) something. So. (laughs) Snort some coke. Yeah. (laughs) Shoot some meth. Do whatever you gotta Um, do. But they, you know, but Bracken has the idea to call his boy, his son, his adopted son, Kendall, to help (laughs) him do some research. Yeah. So, uh, so we assume that uh, Kendall is going to make his way to help uh, Sergeant Holden. Yeah, uh, but he's, we, he's in the library doing all this uh, background yeah. check stuff. But, so right. the killer now is putting the body together. But yeah. uh-oh, guess what he realizes, man? It, mom's shoes don't fit. M- mom's bloody-ass shoes don't fit these feet. Shit. So for shadowing. So our killer needs to replace that final piece from the hips downward. Need, need some need some feet. He needs new a new bottom half that will fit. It, no. Right? No, it's just, just the, the feet. feet. Really? Yes, because um, when he... Okay, just, he just needs the feet. Okay. So he doesn't want to replace... Look, the, I don't want to fight uh, in front of our, our four listeners, yeah. but he just needs the feet. Okay, so um, <laughs> conveniently, conveniently, Mary uh, wanted to talk with the dean, uh, and Kendall told her, well, the dean is away uh, every monday or whatever but he'll be at his quarters tonight at seven kendall just knows where everyone is on campus at all times and mary's like great so while well, kendall, that's why she was talking to dr or professor brown yeah. she's trying to get information on everybody, everybody. that she can because she's she's just not a professional tennis player andy she's also cop. a cop so. she's a cop so while kendall is down in the library looking at files with sergeant holden uh mary goes to um the uh, dean's talk place. to the dean and flashing back and forth mary's talking to the dean about the killings and he offers her history, offers he's gonna drink coffee. some coffee and she's gonna take some tea with uh and, and some knockout drugs but with the tea and knockout <laughs> drugs she also wants some saccharin yeah. i had to look up what saccharin was yeah. andy and it's what it is it's just old ass splenda old school it's, splenda. it's old ass splenda back in the day so um so she puts some saccharin uh and he puts some knockout drugs in her tea because you know why andy he wants damn feet right Mary drinks it and is um, kind of paralyzed. Like, she's still conscious. She can hear yes. what's going on, but she, she has no control over her motor functions. Exactly. So she's sort of paralyzed, can kind of uh, gasp and mutter a little bit, but can barely. she can't really control her arms and legs, and the dean's got her where he wants her. At the same time, over looking through files, Kendall and Sergeant Holden, they find something they want to run through. Uh, As they enjoy know, a meal from Wendy's. Wendy's, that's right. They're having Baconators. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. It's great. A frosty. Great product placement. <laughs> Wendy's. This is fries. what Americans eat. They yeah. eat a lot of the Wendy's. Where's the beef? Wendy's probably paid twenty five yeah. bucks to be in this movie. So, <laughs> <laughs> they, uh, it's half their budget was the Wendy's product placement. Uh, Sergeant Holden finds oh, something that he he calls up the precinct or whatever and says run this through or whatever and tells Kendall the guy on the other end sounds like he's gonna drop dead any minute you know and. They, they discover something. It's and, Weston. Uh, it's His name's Weston? Discover, Tim? They discover, yeah, it's Dean Dean uh, Fowler, I think. No, his last name's Weston. It is? Yes, because oh. the mom's name is Weston. Oh, no, that's uh, uh, Reston with an R. Reston, yeah. sorry. No, but early in the movie, Lieutenant Bracken called him Dean Fowler. Thank you, Dean Fowler. I think that was a quick line. Oh, maybe he changed his name. He Could have. To. He yep. went to live with an aunt, with an aunt. Yeah, an but aunt. The, the, uh, sar- the the long and short of it is, I take way too long to get to this, but uh, Sergeant Holden has discovered the truth, you know, and he says to Kendall, like, it's the dean. 
apparently uh, he killed his mom when he was a kid and he went a little nuts and it's the dean and they know it and so put kendall, it out on the wire put it on the wire but let's no, go kendall says oh no yeah uh she's supposed to go talk to the dean mary's, at seven yeah, yeah mary's mary's over there now so uh, they so, so they put the that's when yeah they, they rush go. off they rush off they and, rush uh, off to the dean's house and uh word gets to lieutenant bracken back at the station at the same time comes over the wire that we it's the dean some blue shirt cop you know hands it to the lieutenant bracken he gets in his car and rushes off they arrive at the dean's quarters at the same time sergeant kendall and uh lieutenant uh, mary, mary can't move all this time mary, mary can't move and it's the classic thing where the killer's taking way too long yeah he, he, he to he's explaining every he, <laughs> he even says professor brown maddie he is a homosexual yeah. that uh lives with his mother he is quite stricken by his uh i have no problem with his it which affliction. is pretty good to say yeah like but he says that you know and i knew that professor brown wasn't it but <laughs> again shout out to lgbtq community still being included i feel bad for professor brown not be able to come out and enjoy who, who he was but uh the dean is just the dean is spilling the tea on everyone i'm going As to Mary reveal Campbell. my evil plan yes and and the backgrounds of everybody else yeah. while i sit here and put the saran wrap under your feet and we grab the knife we can't make a mess can we not with saran wrap he wants to chop saran off wrap yeah. keep those feet keep those bloody feet off your floor all right he wants to chop off mary's feet and use them in his uh, deranged jigsaw puzzle of uh body parts so, so yeah the cops aren't gonna let this happen kendall's not gonna let this happen so they shoot through the door as, as they can't open Ken- it. yeah they, yeah, they can't open it kendall's shoot. a cop now so they're like you stay back kid he's and like no we, way if we yell for you to get down just do it and ask ask why later that's when they start playing that funky sexy jazz music yeah it was kind of open the door uh, the dean is no lo- nowhere to be found. It's know. a quick lane search, though, Andy. Yeah, Mary uh, is... I can't find him. You were right. gone for two seconds. Well, and Mary is um, on the couch, conscious. She just can't move, but she's her eyes are darting trying towards... Trying to kindle, because the cops yeah. take off. Holden and Bracken take off, and Mary's trying to... We'll radio this in. We'll, yeah. we'll, we'll start a search for him. So and... he's only hiding behind the curtains. Again, like, yeah. Holden takes off for two seconds and goes... He's nowhere to be found. It's like, yeah. dude, you were gone for two... You didn't really search. Fucking... The Dean is behind some curtains. He pops out to fight with Kendall. There's a struggle. Yeah. The cops jump back through the door, and they put a red paintball through uh, the Dean's forehead. Yeah, Lieutenant Bracken plugs him right in the forehead. Which you think is a bullet, but, I mean, come on. It's just a red paintball. That's true, but it gets the point across. Does Shoots it? him right in the head. Right. I, I, was, I was aware that they shot the <laughs> Dean in the head. <laughs> Uh, and right. So Kendall's life is saved. Mary's saved. She's got to, you know, she'll she'll recover from her paralytic drug. Yes. Um, uh, they just lay her down on the couch. And um, what happened? Oh, Sergeant uh, Holden. Holden, I think he leans against a bookcase. Yeah. And, you know, he's like, hey, Kendall, do you want to be a cop? Because there's a lot of surprises and twists and turns around every corner. And he leans on a bookshelf. And the bookshelf rotates rotates and here comes there's a corpse that's sewn together with all the various pieces it falls forward on top of kendall which i got a photo of and i will post screaming bloody murder yeah he's freaking the f- which you would freak the fuck out yeah. too i it's mean a it's a sewn together body the head the torso the arms the why leg why wouldn't you smell that shit like i think if i was busting through this house i'd be like i smell something fucking horrible because it's yeah. not like it was sealed concealed or insulated to make the smell go away it was just hanging there freely yeah it was just hanging right there under and and it's it's a even the head is because i guess the head was the first kill yep i guess they try to make that more blue and more gnarly yeah but well does that mean this whole thing took place over a matter of weeks not days that's a great question, brother. We don't have any idea how yeah, long. Yeah, yeah. I, I, it's a 
perfectly great question. I would say, let's just say a week for our uh, sure. four or five listeners sure. out there. Took a week. Um, but yeah. the greatest surprise yeah. at the end of the movie, which, again, I also took video of because this freaks me the fuck out. Nick just spoils the whole movie for you. Well, Instagram. I mean, you don't have to. You don't have to go to our social media page and look at this shit. No, you have to. You must. If you're listening to this, you must go to our social media page. <laughs> but now the sewn-up body that the killer has put to- the dean has put together, is covered up on the floor. Yeah. Kendall is still amazed by it because it just fell on him, and he's like, fuck. And so the cops are yeah. like, hey, come on, kid, let's go. And he's like, well, let me grab my jacket. And as he grabs his jacket... He walks past the corpse on the floor, and an <laughs> and a arm shoots up. The corpse's arm shoots the up. The corpse's arm shoots up and grabs Kendall in the crotch and digs in the nails and pulls at his wiener and just bloody, <laughs> and Kendall's screaming and his eyes slightly cross, and... And the, the hand rips away, the, the, and then they freeze frame, and, and they roll, roll the credits. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, I don't... The corpse is still alive, I guess. Supernatural, as Andy always likes to bring totally. up in Slash U episodes. It has to be a zombie of some kind, right? But, but again, we always... We talked about this before we hit record. It's like, because, you know, we talk about little shit, Andy and I, before we hit record. I'm like, why in the fuck did the corpse come alive and tear off his dick? And he's like, well, maybe because he was a womanizer and a player and all yeah. that shit. And Kendall, I was like, but it, he never seemed like a dick. I mean, it wasn't no, he like wasn't he, a douchebag about it. He just got around. Yeah. But I mean, he they ripped uh, again. You'll see it on yeah. the uh, video. So, Rips um, into his denim, his denim jeans, and uh, just somehow when uh, when people get killed, their corpses develop these really sharp fingernails. <laughs> no nails keep growing claws. after you're dead. Yeah, I, th- I don't think the nails grow. I think yes, they do. Your skin recedes. No, your nails hey. look longer. So, that's another podcast but my point is they're like claws digging into his crotch and, well uh, it was a theme i mean i'm not saying yeah. they're like but a female hand with nails but anyway yeah. you you see it for yourself when uh, you you follow our channels which yeah, and they roll will, credits right there yeah that's it so, um that's uh, the that's that's pieces brought pieces. to you by nick and andy and yeah. slash you exactly what you can, think it can is. i use the hey hey can i can i find your bathroom like eight miles away that's right. We moved our bathroom. You have to take an Uber to get yes. there now. Yeah. We'll um we'll talk about what we're going to watch next week right after this. Bye. All right. And hey. that was pieces. Pieces. I hope you enjoyed it yep. because I really did. Uh it wasn't sometimes we watch uh, some of these slasher films, horror films, Andy, yep. that have some comedy in them, like Microwave Massacre, like whack. I mean, they But this one was pretty much it's a straightforward killer. Yeah, you had to find the the humor of a man mutilating women on a campus and putting their body parts together to make a shrine to mom. Anyway, I think so the kill count. <laughs> oh, the kill uh, count. Yes, his mom, Mrs. Reston, axed, and then uh, the Palmer girl. Forty years later, she was chainsaw decapitated for the head. Then Jenny killed in the pool, chainsawed apart Fuck for water. for the torso. Yeah. Uh, then Mary was killed in the elevator for her arms yep and then we have sylvia costa the reporter killed on the waterbed in the um gym the, for the, being a nuisance yeah for just being a nuisance and then Susie, uh in the locker room after tennis practice was chopped in half for her legs and yeah. then and then the dean oh the dean yeah dean was shot in the head yeah Those i always forget seven. when they kill the killer so yeah oh that's yeah. a good point though uh but so seven there you go but so, they were good kills i mean i really feel like times. our kills are getting better and better and i hope yeah. that uh they continue to get well before we get into next week's episode we mm-hmm. want you to watch with us of course mm-hmm. uh let's give a shout out to where you can find slash you mm-hmm. instagram slash you underscore podcast that's s-l-a-s-h-u underscore podcast you can also find us 
find us on our very own website slash you podcast.com yeah we're working on building out that website yeah yeah don't laugh more. at us yet we're gonna we're taking it some time off yeah. after neither of us are uh nerds about web design and we're busy people you know we love doing this but it, t- it takes a lot to build that stuff out so we'll work on that email us at slash you podcast at gmail.com if you want um there's links to all the stuff on the website facebook.com slash slash you podcast as well um, always shouts out to who I know I say this every week, but uh, the Terror Twins podcast. They always keep the community together. Uh, big love to our homies at the Gore Score. Yep. And uh, those guys again. I mean, please check out the Gore Score. And, and like Terror you were saying last week, like they could just shoot the shit. It's just like dudes in a locker room hanging Maybe. out talking about horror music. Yeah. I'm not really into MMA, but when they talk about it, like I'll listen because I get into it. It's like the, the way they talk about it, it's funny and. Yeah. The you know, episode I listened to of Gore Score this week, they did a Would You Rather, uh, which was fun. Like, would you rather be a vampire or a werewolf? And they discussed why. Would you rather be the virgin who survives the movie, but you can never have sex the rest of your life? Or would you rather bullshit. get killed while you're screwing the hottest chick in the movie um, by the killer? You know, and it, that was... It was an obvious. I would they rather. They should have saved that for us. I would rather be us. a virgin and survive. <laughs> yeah, they should have saved. That's good. That's good. They should have saved that for us. Obviously. It's hard for me to listen to podcasts just so yeah. our friends know because, as a writer, I can only like I only like listening to jazz or something because uh, yeah. I don't. When I hear people speaking and I'm trying to write words, it's kind of fucks with me. So I try to get in podcasts when I'm driving, yeah. when I'm walking uh, my little homies. Also, so many other ones uh, as well. I think it was I've been talking to Horror in the City. You can find them on Instagram, horror.inthecity. Uh, really fun. Um, can't wait to dive into what they're doing. Uh, there's so many great horror podcasts out there that really kind of uh, hit, a, hit, a, hit a different genre, hit a different scene. So Approach it in a different yes, way. Yes, like we, right, do, yeah. we do old slasher ones from a certain genre. Like yeah. Everyone approaches it differently. If you have any shout-outs that you want to uh, give to us and say you should really check them out, please hit Andy and I up on our Instagram and yeah. let us know or, who to shout-out. We will email be, us. Yeah, yeah we're, we're, we want to be a part of this community, and uh, we're really thankful and uh, stoked to be a part of it. Andy, did I miss anything? No, we're getting geared up for uh, end of the year, uh, end of the season. Uh, slash you holiday slash extravaganza, so it's it'll we're we're gonna try to model it after like an awards show, various categories, and we will review uh, everything that we have um, watched up until up until that show. So that's the idea. Uh, we're on episode seventeen now, uh, episode eighteen next week. And speaking of episode eighteen, what we're gonna watch next week, Nick? Hell Night. Hell Night. 1981. Four college pledges are forced to spend the night in a deserted old mansion where they are stalked by the monstrous survivor of a family massacre years earlier. Wee! Yeah. I don't know how they can watch it. It's available on the Shudder app, which is uh, for free on Shudder, uh, which can be accessed through Amazon Prime. Do it. Um, if you're a horror fan, you're listening to this for a reason because yeah. you like horror and slasher, subscribe yeah. to Shudder. 1981, 100... Pay us money, Shudder. 102 minutes. 1981, the year of my birth. Yeah. Hey. Yeah, you're like a few years older than me. I was born in 1989. Hey, hey, whoa. They don't know that. But don't mislead our people here. I was born in 1994. Okay, sure, whatever. Um, And I have boobs. Um, you do have boobs. I mean, come I on, suppose. we all have boobs. Yeah, they're minor man boobs. We're really... Man. We're at an um, hour and... Hour and 20. 20 minutes. Hey. hey, thanks everybody for being here this week. See you next week with Hell Knight, and I hope that you 
and your family and your loved ones and everyone that you care about are enjoying this beautiful holiday season. Yeah. And uh, let's continue uh, the holiday spirit. And let's uh, play us out with something really Christmassy and jazzy. Having said that, slash you, class dismissed. Hell yes. Yeah.